superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. This is my man right here. Live from Los Angeles, home of Super Bowl 56. Dak, I, I don't want to take over this interview, but... Cowboys. You know, <laughs> now you've, you've never met diehard Cowboys fans before no, in your never. life. No, first one. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests: Commanders head coach Ron Rivera, former Saints head coach Sean Payton, 49ers quarterback Trey Lance, plus Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. And now. It's Rich Okay, Isaac. everybody. All right. All right. We have reached the Friday of Super Bowl 56 week Man. here in Los Angeles, California. Let me straighten my pocket square. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Welcome to this Friday program. We've got ourselves two coaches coming in here. Two of them who have uh, won a Super Bowl. One is a player and one as a coach. And Ron Rivera is the one who won as a player. He actually coached in one uh, Super Bowl 50. And then Sean Payton is making his way to this here studio. Um, he won himself a Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl Forty Four. Dude, isn't that amazing? That's twelve years ago. Unbelievable. And Sean Payton is making his way here. Um, I-, I chatted with Trey Lance yesterday on Zoom, the Forty Nine ers quarterback. Um, I guess the starting quarterback for 2022 uh, on this program. And then uh, a guy uh, who is the only one who went so damn Hollywood at the NFL Honors last night that he wore sunglasses throughout the entire affair, Travis Kelsey. This will be great. This will be great. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you? What's happening, man? Uh, DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. Good to see you over there. Uh, uh, TJ Jefferson has already lit the candle. And, 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 And as if yesterday's show... In which Troy Aikman and Dak Prescott both arrived in studio and saw your whole setup. The whole thing. With the how about them Cowboys grease board and the Cowboys blanket and the Cowboys shrine that you built there. And and also the velvet rope that you put up for people that need to get in your club to even have a conversation about football with you because of the number of Super Bowls the Cowboys have won, yeah. uh, which is, you know, the past tense. But um, <laughs> you tell, as if you that tell can't Trey be, that. As if that can't be enough for you, as if James Harden being a 76er now yesterday couldn't be enough for you. Uh, future Cowboys head coach Sean Payton coming in studio. I mean, it's hey, Rich, it's like the luck of the Irish, only I'm not Irish, so I don't even know what to so, call I mean, uh, So, I mean, so be know. careful when he comes in here. Don't tamper. No tampering. I'm going to no keep tampering. it. No tampering, please. I'll, I'll just sit back here and just watch. Please, no tampering. No tampering. Um, so, uh, again, the 
players are done with their media availability. As a matter of oh, fact, the last time I think you're going to be seeing uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Cooper Cup and Andrew Whitworth are the NFL honors. That's it. You're, they're they're now going to be sequestered, uh, uh, you know, as as far away as possible. And then, um, you know, uh, the the coaches speak today. It's the, their last media availability. Um, I don't know if due to COVID, we're going to see the uh, the the highly, which if you will, uh, awkward press conference where they bring the Lombardi trophy and both and coaches both there, there like, uh, and they don't want to look at it. They yeah. don't want to touch, touch it. They don't take pictures it. with it. <laughs> I don't know if uh, the, the advent of Zoom and this uh, pandemic will uh, will prevent anybody from doing that. But at any rate, uh, long story short, um, this is it. I mean, this is it's it. Go it's go time. It, it's go time. This is it. The weekend is here. And, um, and the NFL honors is in the books. And uh, normally, NFL Honors is Saturday night, and what gets what gets announced on on uh, on NFL Honors night kind of gets consumed by Super Sunday, and you know what's called the game. But now we had an Honors on a Thursday night, and I think this is the way it's going to be from now on because it not only went so well, it was such a great show, and obviously I was there last night for anybody who saw it. Um, you know, uh, it was incredible. Your suit looked great. Man. I appreciate that. And, um, you know, now we know who's the MVP and the coach of the year and the Walter Payton man of the year and the offensive player of the year and the comeback player of the year. And obviously we also know who the MVP is. And now we have a full day to discuss it. I have no problem with Aaron Rodgers winning his fourth MVP. I would have voted for him. I did uh, take a, a you know uh, a lot of um, uh, stock in what Tom Brady did. If this was a full season award, postseason, if like say they took the vote Monday and told everybody, all fifty voters, you got to get this thing in in the next you know uh, twenty four hours, forty eight hours, or if you if you could even say after Championship Sunday get your votes in right now prior to the Super Bowl. If it was a full postseason award, Joe Burrow would be the MVP of the NFL season, I think. Regular season, on top of it postseason, I think Joe Burrow would have won the MVP for this year, but it's a regular season award. I would have absolutely Joe Burrow would have won You don't think Cooper Cup would be MVP? I don't. Interesting. I think it's a quarterback-driven sport, a quarterback-driven award. Put that up as a point. And I would have, yeah, put it then up Why there. don't we just like make it like best quarterback? Because it's kind of ridiculous that they're the only ones who ever win this. No, it's not true. I mean, it's – but look, man, there's only one player who touches the ball every single snap. Yeah, the center. And the quarterback. <laughs> and you're not going to give the center the MVP award. Well, that's a shame. So, you know, uh, and if, by the way, if you're hearing, that's a very loud talking yeah. Mike Del Tufo right. checking people yeah. in, you know. You're doing a great job, you know, Mike. Definitely, there's one thing for sure that Mike will never do is just talk low. But, yeah. Never, never, never. Yeah, it's a quarterback-driven award. Joe Burrow would be in the MVP if everybody had had a vote starting from championship Sunday all the way to now. But Aaron Rodgers had a remarkable season. And everything that went on with his immunization and all that business, to me, had nothing to do with whether he was the best and most valuable player in the NFL. I thought what he did this year, after everything that had gone on, what he has done this year was worthy of him being the MVP, period. 
He should have thanked Jordan Love though last night, right? Which is what, to, <laughs> as 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 uh, the one game in which he he missed, it made him look more valuable. Jordan Love was absolutely terrible, and so it made Rodgers be like, okay, well maybe they do really need him. <laughs> well, I know that the your your metric of of valuable is if remove him from the team, how do they look? And to me, that 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 is a metric that would apply to anybody. What would the team look like without Brady? What would the team look like without any quarterback? Well, in that what regard, the team Mitch, like? one of the guys led the league in every passing stat and had the same number of wins. So why, why is Rodgers more valuable than Brady? I don't know if he did. Like We can also come up with various statistics in which uh, Rodgers was better than Brady. But the ones that are the most obvious, which is wins, which really isn't a quarterback stat, and uh, um, passing yards, passing touchdowns. Yeah, Brady. Brady had the better year, yeah. and also was much older. Um, but I would have voted for Rodgers. I would have. And then uh, one thing that I saw last night with my own two eyes is that when Rodgers saw Matt Lafleur for the first time, ran right over the guy, gave him the biggest bear hug. They had a whole big conversation. Him and his speech, thanking Matt Lafleur, and by the by the way, and 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 ragging him on on his how his eyebrows are done. <laughs> You know, jealousy. I know, right? Um, so he, uh, uh, you saw Aaron Jones. I mean, he has no problem with these guys who he's played with. And I, as I'm watching it, I'm thinking to myself, is he just, you know, seeing them for the first time in a couple of weeks and he just loves the guys and he wants to see them again? Or does he have some sort of sense of like this thing's over? And I love these guys, and they're yeah. part of my past yeah. because he says he's going to be – he said afterwards that he's going to take some time. He's going to come up with an answer. He's not going to drag this thing out. And the question is, like, what's going to happen between now and then that would change his mind? Right. <clears throat> like, there's going to be no moves made on the roster, no moves made on the roster between now and the new league year. No. And you, he could maybe hear from, you know, <clears throat> the home office in Green Bay what they plan to do. I, I honestly don't know what the variables may be other than the fact that he's thinking about it when he's uh, at the honors or, you know, at a pro-am or what have you. I, I honestly do not know at all. But the one thing that's for sure, it's his relationships with everybody that was from his team and his coach last night, you know, when there were no cameras on, was warm, affectionate, and 1,000% genuine. And uh, I, I honestly don't know what to make of it, but we all have our popcorn ready, don't we? It did sound like, in a weird way, he was kind of saying goodbye to everyone. Well, related. or he's just basically saying the door is open in the same way that Brady opened it for his own retirement, that he thinks he knows what he's going to do, but you never say never. Yeah. And the question is, is what is he thinking he's going to do? We're all assuming it's him to move on. But the Packers have already come out and publicly said, and Mark Murphy's posting the president of the uh, Packers, that uh, he wants him back. It truly is anybody's guess, as we are now getting ready for Super Sunday. But as last year, where the the chilliness was palpable, that is not there at all, even though they didn't last as long this postseason than they did last year. Yeah. And had a, had a, a, you know, of highly disappointing finish. Uh, I also don't have a problem with the coach of the year. I thought Vrabel was stupendous in getting the Tennessee Titans to uh, the one seed in the AFC. If this was a season-long award and you include the postseason in it, Zach Taylor would absolutely be coach of the year of the Cincinnati Bengals. 
the Bengals would have swept the major awards last night, I would think. And that includes Andrew Whitworth being the Walter Payton Man of the Year, former Bengal, and his speech was just so incredibly moving. And it was great to see him in person. Same thing with Cooper Cup. We really haven't yep. seen that yeah. in Super Bowl towns. We have not. Where the players are playing in the Super Bowl and winning the award. Remember Julian Edelman accepted for Brady that one year? Yeah. And he said LFG, and that didn't <laughs> make the broadcast because they were an hour ahead of the live broadcast. And that somehow, interestingly enough, hit the cutting room floor. <laughs> Last night was live, live. Um so it was good to see them there last night. The Hall of Fame class, let's get to them. Let's get to it. The Hall of Fame class, based on the immediate reaction that I have seen, is disappointment. Disappointment from fans and uh, many members of the media. Disappointment. And the reason why, I imagine, is all the first-time eligibles didn't make it. None of them. These are all guys that got passed up in their first chance, and the guys include Andre Johnson, who is without a doubt the best receiver in the history of the Houston Texans and will be for a very long time, certainly now that DeAndre Hopkins has moved on, and um, was absolutely considered by all of his peers as head and shoulders above virtually everyone else. DeMarcus Ware, one of the greatest pass-rushing, if you will, outside linebackers, he didn't make it either. And when a Hall of Fame class is missing first ballot Hall of Famers, it feels less than. I'll be very honest. I've been covering a bunch of them. But what this class is, in my estimation, even though Andre Johnson and also... DeMarcus Ware didn't make it, just to name a couple of the first ballot guys. What What is, in fact, missing is, uh, what, what in fact this, this class is, is a group of players who, even though you may not have had them on your fantasy team, because they're not position players like that, or may not have been somebody that you think at the time was the best of the best of the best, but over the history of their careers amongst the peers, amongst their peers, considered exactly that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You ask any member of the HOF, certainly there last night, and I heard them all talking about it, Bryant Young. Yep. Beast. Beast. Richard Seymour. Monster. The the Pats run a start. Sam Mills, okay. God bless. Obviously, a lot of people don't remember him, and he's been gone a while. He was the man, though. And Leroy Butler, yeah, Mr. Lambeau Leap himself. Leap, man. Okay, these guys, along with Tony Baselli as well. Who's been waiting a while. These all guys, had, all, all of them, all of them considered by their peers, dominant players worthy of selection in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now, are there other Hall of Famers who feel differently? Maybe so. But I didn't hear it last night in the green room, getting ready to front that announcement. And it's kind of like a lot of house cleaning in that respect. Yeah. By There's a bunch of people that have been waiting, and I know that should include Torrey Holt. I think he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, And they're sure. really particular, these selectors, very particular, very, very particular on bestowing first ballot Hall of Fame status for some reason on wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Like Andre Johnson, 
Is he one of the best of his generation? Check. Absolutely. Is he one of the is he the best in the history of his franchise? Check. Is he better than Randy Moss and Jerry Rice or first ballot Hall of Famers? That's when some selectors will go. Gotta sit there and think about that yeah. one. Because when you do that, you are bestowing this person with the status equal to those in that hall. And for some reason, that's not afforded to quarterbacks well, remember, or big, defensive ends. That was or, a big issue when T.O. came up. T.O. has all the numbers, all deserving right. of being a first ballot. Waited two times, got in on the third try. And that's why I think he wound up being at the UT Chattanooga to announce it, gave his speech, which is kind of crazy that Still he did not allow weird. himself. And I haven't seen him back there yet either. Yep. No Canes either. I know there are some Canes in the Hall of Fame that are kind of like, what's what gives there? No Reggie Wayne. He was up for it. And Devin Hester. Yep. Devin Hester not making it either. And the, the reason for that, if I have any interpretation, would be folks do not consider in the selectors room <sighs> returners deserving, I guess, of first ballot Hall of Fame status, even though if this was the Hall of Fame of returners, and it should be because they're football players. Devin Hester is that greatest ever at that position, especially since I remember being there in 2007, 2006 calendar year in Miami. It was Bears. It was Colts. And this is you can't tell the story of the Super Bowl without this, even though the Bears got waxed in the rest of that game with Rex and now Texans head coach Lovey Smith. The whole stadium the entire stadium was sitting there saying, no way are the Colts going to kick this thing off to Devin Hester. And there is no way they're going to let him do his thing. <laughs> and there's no way, even if they somehow let him do his thing, that he would absolutely come up with a kick return for a touchdown to open the Super Bowl. Like, we're, we're never, never going to see that. And the greatest moments Individual achievements in the history of sports, or wait a minute, just to make sure that I, I sound like it's highfalutin, in the history of sport. The greatest ones are when you expect something to happen, and it then does. How rare is that? Yeah. And Hester did it. Did it. And it still didn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, on that night when it all came out in the wash... Hester's going to get in one day, but he's not a first ballot guy. And I know his advocates are real ticked off about that. Coach Prime being one of his biggest advocates. Dick Vermeule, speaking of coaches, he totally deserves this. Just Google his resume, kids, and just see how far back he goes in this sport. Six, 1960. I mean, this man goes back 60 years, and the number of coaches he has crossed paths with or hired him and what he has done and what he did in Philadelphia and then him coming back and leading St. Louis to the podium and, you know, his career in broadcasting, talking about football. I mean, he could be as a broadcaster in the, in the Hall of Fame wing and just a dynamite human, dynamite human. And his speech might be the one most looked forward to when it's all said and done. Um. Because, uh, uh, you know, he's going to cry. <laughs> he's definitely going to cry. And, and we all love the emotion of it, and this man wears it on his sleeve, and I, I can't wait to see it. So congratulations to him and his family. That's my take on the Hall of Fame class. 
Let's take a break. Ron Rivera is here, and I think he's got gear with him. He's got it on, and I think he's got something with him. So Ron Rivera, Sean Payton, um, and then we're also going to have uh, our our friend uh, Travis Kelsey and uh, also uh, Trey Lance of the 49ers on the program. TJ's Big Ass Grab Bag Super Bowl Plays, correct? Top yes, five sir. Super Bowl plays of all time. Impossible list, but and tried it. what's more likely... Let's go. Super Bowl 56 preview Super edition Bowl of What's edition. More Likely. Come on. And you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. We are back with so much more. Our first guest on our final day of week. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In the Super Bowl that we will never forget, Super Bowl 56 week here in Los Angeles, California, the head coach of the Washington Commanders uh, and also one of the few guys who's ever coached in a Super Bowl and also won one, Ron Rivera. Good to see you, Coach. Thank you. It's good to be a Rich. Thank you. You got the W Commanders jacket on, huh? Yeah, we got the swag. You know, it's uh, kind of a neat deal. And when I put it on for the first time, I... Kind of had a flashback back to high school. That's right. It does look like a Letterman jacket <laughs> yes. that you've got on. Yeah, they did a nice job. And, you know, the really cool thing also, they have the logo on the back, uh, the the, mm-hmm. um, the shield. It's kind of a neat deal that they, they did some really nice things. Well, you can't be a team in the Mid-Atlantic without a shield. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody, that's that's kind of like a Maryland thing, yeah. right? Oh, you very know? much so, so. Very much so. It's kind of cool, though. It really is. Okay, fantastic. Well, congrats on, on the name change and, and all of that. Um when you think of the Super Bowl, what what memories? Oh hit wow! You? Right off the bat, I go back to Super Bowl uh, for the nineteen eighty five Super Bowl Bears. I really do it. I go back and I think about all those guys. I think about Coach Dicka and just the team and 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 the city of Chicago. Did you do the shuffle? No, no. How how did you Ron okay. Rivera miss the Super Bowl shuffle? I hear that a lot. Here, here, okay. Now here here's here's what happened. Yes. So it was a, it was the Monday night game against Miami, the only game we lost. Mm-hmm. We we go to the airport. It's like two o'clock in the morning. We're flying back after it. After and your first loss. After our first loss, our only loss. I guess. And Willie Goff's going through the plane, telling everybody, "Hey, we're going to do this video. It's for charity. It's you know, it's going to be it's going to be called the Super Bowl Shuffle." And there's a group of us going, "Dude, come on now. We just got beat. We're going to land at at five thirty in the morning, and we got to go straight downtown to a studio." So if you really look at the Super Bowl shuffle, there were several guys that had to be blue screened in. Yeah. I mean, Walter Payton was, Mike Singletary was, Jim McMahon, William Perry. Um, not everybody, you know, went that day anyways. And so a group of us aren't in it. And and so just because of the fact that it happened right after we lost. So if you had won that Monday night football. Oh, we'd all been there. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt in my mind. And so 
what you're saying is because it was off of a loss, yep. uh, a late night flight, and a t- quick turnaround in an early morning. So when I was looking at their dancing and I thought, it looks like they're sleepwalking. They, they, literally, <laughs> they literally were still asleep. <laughs> Cause, okay, because I thought the dancing was always terrible, yeah. but they were half asleep. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. And so still, you wouldn't get green screened in or blue screened in or anything uh, like that? I wasn't, I, I wasn't at that level yet. What do you mean? Well, you know, there's some very special guys they green screened in. You know, guys that really, truly, if you look at them, I mean, just, you know, the iconic guys, you know, uh, William Perry. Jim McMahon, sure. Walter Payton, Mike Singletary. I mean, just guys that, you know, that that were, well, you know, they, they were A-list guys. Right. So winning that um, winning that Super Bowl, um, and uh, we all know that Buddy got carried off. Yep. Did Dicker really get pissed off about that? No, I, I don't think so. I, I think in the moment, I think we really were, I mean, it was, it was such a ce- ce- uh, celebration right. that you really, you know, you were just happy for everybody. You really were. Okay. And then uh, Fridge scoring that touchdown. What was that like when he was, um, after he, was, he scored? That was kind of cool. You know, it was. And, and, and it's funny, though, because if you ask Coach Dicker today, his biggest regret was that Walter didn't score. Right. Yeah. Did anybody realize that at the time? No. I don't think anybody realized it. And, that's, and that was unfortunate because, you know, for all the greatness and everything that, that Walter had, that's the one thing that I, I think, you know, he thinks about. Yeah, and I just uh, – were you at NFL Honors last night? Did you go no, there? Okay. No, unfortunately not. No, I bet I because bet, you you probably have to take – particular good care of yourself right around oh, people. I, I was honestly i was in bed by 8 30 okay so uh, to me again um the fact that the last award at nfl honors yes. is the walter payton man of the year award it's just a it's a it's a beautiful moment every mm-hmm. single year what memory of sweetness <laughs> do you have that might um you know tie this maybe a little bit together here Ron um really was was the way he treated people and and i will never forget the day he met my mother and father we were playing dallas in dallas it's the game we beat him 44 where's your where's your your right shoulder he's hiding huh it was it was it was it was the super bowl year it was 85 we were playing in dallas one of the things that i had got written into my contract was that that the team would fly my parents to an away game and treat them you know uh like kings i mean Mm -hmm. kings and queens I mean, they put them up in the hotel. They paid for all their meals. They paid for their tickets. Walter just happened to be walking by when I when I when I greeted my parents, and he came over, introduced them. He gave my mom a hug, and he turned to my dad and says, "Gino, let's go buy a beer." So he took my dad and got him a beer in the bar, and 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 just the way he, he it was like he knew them forever, and that to me is the essence of the the Walter Payton Man of the Year is that you treat everybody special, and 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 so when. You know, I had one of my players won it. Thomas Davis won it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that day, it's one of those things that, that I was so proud of Thomas because I knew who Walter was, and, and Thomas epitomized Walter, in my opinion. So, yeah, because it's one thing to just say, hi, nice to meet yeah. you. Maybe, you know, obviously there weren't camera phones back in that day. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, take a picture if, you, if that's yeah. there. But then to say, hey, let's go grab a beer. And then several years later, when I was working with the National Hispanic Scholarship Foundation, uh, we did the uh, we did the culmination tournament in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and Walter came with us down there. And my father, being of Puerto Rican descent, he I, I flew my father out for the event. He saw my dad and said, "Gino, let's go get a beer." And that's what they did. They went in and got a beer. <laughs> so now it started a tradition. Yeah. So you know, anytime they you know, it was. I told my dad, I "said You know." <laughs> Just so you know, Walter doesn't always drink beer all the time, Dad. Yes, <laughs> you know, but but it was kind of cool because right. he got to tell his brothers, you know, in Puerto Rico, hey, you know, Walter Payton bought me a beer. 
Yeah, I saw his son last night too. Oh, it just, Jared, yeah. oh, what what a good dude, right. good young man. You know, and it just means so much. And then you know, for Whitworth now yep. to play the Super Bowl with that patch on his, because yep. that patch is pretty. That patch sweet, means man. a lot to a lot of. It really does. It, it honestly, truly does. And 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 I think it's it's something that that the league really likes to point to mm-hmm. because it really does show that there are guys that are truly committed to giving back to their communities, and and we should because. You know, they support us. They buy the tickets. They buy the merchandise. They cheer for us. They boo us on occasion. Mm-hmm. But for the truth of the matter is we should we should also give back. And and so to see the players do these things that they're doing today, I think it's great. I really do. Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera here on the Rich Eisen Show. i got to get used to saying that. I do, too. <laughs> I get used to hearing it, right? So um, uh, is the quarterback of the 2022 Commanders on your roster Right well, now. that's part of what we're, we're working through. You know, can the guys that we have on the roster ascend to be that kind of guy? Um, you know, is that guy out there in the draft? Is he in free agency? Is, can we make a trade for a guy? Those are the things that we're working through right now. And, and I know this because, you know, Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, those guys, they're working on these things right now. And, and when we get back, that'll be one of the topics of conversation as we prepare for the combine. So um, you're, are you already grinding tape on kids yeah. at, the, at the college level, getting some footage yeah. back from the Senior Bowl, yep. things like that? Yes, we have. Um, okay. You know, we, we, we were at every – we were represented at every one of these, uh, these, these bowl games, these, these college bowl games. We had guys watching – particularly the quarterback position, and, and really working through these things. Um, and like I said, you know, we're, we're not going to just stop on the college level. We're going to look at, at the free agents. We're going to look and see what else is out there for us. Okay. And so uh, what what do you do now um, in this offseason at the Combine and things of that nature? Walk me through what your role is as the uh, the HC of the, I guess, the WC here. Yeah. got. <laughs> The biggest thing we do, more so than anything else, that, that I think is one of the most important things is, is when you get an opportunity to interview the players. You know, we, we interview them a little differently, I think, than, than some of the teams. What do you mean? You know, well, one of the things we like to do is we like to incorporate tape. We, we, we want to hear them talk about what's on tape. You know, we try to gauge as much as we can. Showing them their plays from Absolutely. the last year? Or how yep. far back do you even go with no, this we'll go tape? to last year. We'll, okay. we'll, you know, it's not all good. We're looking for things. We're listening for certain answers. Um, and, and so as we go through that process, that helps us. It really does. And then, you know, once we decide which guys we want to bring in, we'll do the same thing. When, when, we, when, we, when we have, we're allowed to have the visits, right. and hopefully we'll have allowed to have the visits in person, I, I'd much rather visit in person. And if we can fly guys into our city and, and give them an opportunity to sit down and talk to them and listen to them and then show tape and go through that as well. Um, you know, because you really can't prepare for all the tape. They can, they can prepare for the Q&A. Okay, they can rehearse all that, but they right. can't look at all their tape and, and be able to answer all those questions. You have, a good, you have a good example of maybe someone you drafted anywhere that you've done this with. That no, the, we did it with... We, the, we, an, what, the answer from the tape was just like, okay. Yeah, that, well, we did, we, did, we did it with Cam Newton. And, 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 and because when I was in Carolina, and, mm-hmm. and he was our first pick. Yeah. Um, and we sat down and we showed, you know, the highlights, obviously. But then we shot some of the lowlights. And one of the things that I always appreciated about Cam was he took responsibility right off the bat. And as soon as the play came on, he put that big smile on. He said, oh, that was my fault. And I watched the tape, and I kept thinking to myself, I don't know if that was your fault because I thought that receiver could have pushed that a little bit higher. But he had thrown it, and it was one of the few interceptions he threw that year. Mm-hmm. But he just had that smile and took that responsibility, and he said, yeah, I could have put that out in front of him a little bit more. You know, so when, when you get guys that want to take responsibility, when you get guys that want to take it, take the pressure off their teammates, that's an important thing. That really is. 
But right away, he, he, he looked at the tape and said, oh, you know what? They came out. They were in cover, too. And I threw that ball out over there, and the corner was able to work underneath it. You know, and you, I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, but that guy could have pushed it. Instead of running a flatter, you know, 70, should have taken it higher. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, you get that sense that, that he understood, he knew. At the same time, though, he didn't want to put it on his guy. He took the he took the he took the hit, and and so I, I, I that was impressive to me. Ron Rivera here on the Rich Eisen show, and that was the previous to this weekend only matchup between two first overall drafted quarterbacks facing each other in the Super Bowl was Super Bowl Fifty. How do you see this one playing out this weekend? You know, to me, um, it, it it's going to be if one of two things happen. You know, watching this year's playoffs, which I thought were phenomenal, some great games. The one thing that, that Cincinnati did struggle with was protecting the quarterback. Right. And with this pass rush the Rams have, that could make an immediate impact in the game. But if they can protect the quarterback, if they can run the ball early on, I think Cincinnati can slow that pass rush down a little bit. That'll work to, to their benefit. So it's one of two things. If the pass rush is working for the Rams, that could be pretty deadly. On the inverse, if they can run the ball early on and set the tone and tempo – and take the pressure off of Joe Burrow early. Mm-hmm. I think it could be it could go Cincinnati's way. So. so now you know, obviously you didn't have a shot at Burrow, but you uh, you evaluate everybody. Yeah. So what was your evaluation of Burrow coming out of college? We really liked him a lot. We 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 believed he had the, he had the mental ability to 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 learn, grasp, understand right away, um, and he had the, he had the skill set. I mean, you know, you could tell that on tape. Didn't know he'd be there in his second year. But, you know, we felt he was a guy that had that type of, of, of ability, had the types of quality that you're looking for in, in the quarterback. Would McMahon have – did he smoke cigars too? Did Jim smoke cigars <laughs> um, and I don't talk think, about you know, his ice and stuff like that or what? <laughs> like he's doing right now? He, he did. Um, you know, Jimmy Mack was special. He really was. A tremendous leader, a guy that you would want on your team because he, he's that kind of guy. He's, he's a foxhole guy. You know, you want him in that foxhole with you because Jimmy Mack was a guy that was going to find a way to win. And, and – and, he was really one of those guys that, that I, I think was, was the epitome of, of, of team guy because he did a lot of things for us and uh, really helped us get to where we wanted to be. Did you see the headband the day he wrote Roselle on it before he put yeah. it on? Did you, yeah. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. In the locker room. I mean, he, had a, he had a few of them. He was going to wear. <laughs> what do you mean he had a few of them? Well, he had, a, you know, remember he had a couple of messages. He had the one for, for, for his teammate and, okay. and, and, and that he put on as well. So. You know, he he he. Jimmy Mack was 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 a guy that loved having a good time. He always had fun. He really did, and um, that was one of the cool things about it. You know, when 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 things were tough, when when I remember one time in in, in training camp, that mm-hmm. was a hot day. It was a brutal day, and it was it was you know we had had like four or five straight days of double days in pads. Um, that's a thing of the past, you know. Yes, indeed. Um, so. I think it was about after the fourth one, and it was it was a hot afternoon, and and so we're kind of going through it. And coach was on us. Dicka was getting after us pretty good, and Jimmy Mack yelled out, "Hey, Iron, what the heck? Why are you getting on the guys, man? It's a brutal day." He says, "Oh yeah, what do you think? Says, I think you got to let us go in. Take the day, take the afternoon off." And so then Dicka just turned around, and said, "All right, guys, take it in." He said, "But don't be late for these meetings, or I'll get after you." And uh, that's kind of how Jimmy, he would stick up for us. And, and it was just one of those things he felt. Now, as a coach, I wonder if they didn't set that up where, you know, I mean. Kind of, what, do you, what do you mean? You know, every now and then you, you have one of your guys step up and that way, you know, he's your leader. And, uh, but, uh, oh. yeah, come oh, on. look at that. <laughs> that's some next level, um, you know, stuff right little, there. Yeah, a little mental warfare. So now you say as a coach, so is on occasion – 
Well, you, this you has get, happened for, for you, or you well, walk I, up to your guy? Or? I won't say that directly. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't want you to give up your, your, the trick of your trades here. Yeah. Okay, but, you know, but, but, but again, seriously, though, the one thing about Jimmy was, Jim McMahon was, to me, the, the ultimate teammate. Um, before I, I let you go, I do want to just ask the question about, you know, you are the coach, <clears throat> everything that's going on with your organization. Mm-hmm. How do you parse all this out? I mean, what, what do you, how do you handle all this well the, the the biggest thing more than anything else is that the, to me when it, every, everything comes down to football everything comes down to football and 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 all the other stuff that's not football mm-hmm. specific you know i, I kind of categorize as that's interesting for us as football mm-hmm. okay the other stuff that 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 when i step away from football then you know that to me is then it becomes important it becomes something i need to handle i need to take care of mm-hmm. but the football stuff i try to say focus on i try to get the players to to understand you know, what's important and what's interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and if we can keep the focus on the things that we need to compartmentalize, separate, mm-hmm. uh, it gives us a chance to be able to focus in on playing. Coach, appreciate you coming here. Um, oh, thank before, you. I, before I forget. Okay, what do you got? Is that a bag? Sure. Oh, yeah, it's like, a little, okay, a little swag bag. Okay, let me see this. Hold on. Very good. Thank you. Very good. It's a swag bag. Yeah. All right, Washington. It says Washington football team. Okay, on it. now that, all, that, it's not. That, now, but we here, got to the bags. Here comes, here comes the big. Okay, here, okay, there there now, this is the big moment. There you go, the commanders. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay. All right, I uh, got that. Look there you at, go. It's a pretty sweet hat. Look yeah. at this, Chris. Look at that right there. You know that that, that looks sharp, that looks man. so good. I mean, if you put that over the top of that star back there. Oh well, now TJ, <laughs> sit down for a second, TJ. Will you please? You got this hat. Has TJ ever given shirt. you anything with a star? On he it? has never given me anything with a star on it. Uh, I now have gotten something with a W okay, on it. This is He's very nice. Thank you. So it's it's okay that you you can talk to him. I don't uh-huh. know if you see that velvet rope oh, that's yeah. in between those bags over your right shoulder. You see what that is? Oh yeah. That is uh, oh. because there's been a lot of cowboy hating uh, oh, yeah. his way uh, on this show. Uh-huh. He, he he has a tier system yeah. uh, as to who he allows to talk to him. Okay. Um, that's why he hasn't answered. <laughs> wow! wow. <laughs> well, you're allowed to talk Bro. to him, though. You're allowed to talk to him, Coach. coach you're, yeah, you're in, you're in the tier one, Coach. You're, you're okay. you know, See, Washington football a, he, team has three a, Super Bowls. He's so. got a tier system okay. of people who are. Like, it's up on the screen there. Okay. If you have sure, three or more wins in the Super Bowl, let's talk. You're in the VIP. One to two wins, you're in the club. So congratulations, Coach Ron Rivera. You had no idea coming here to the Rich Eisen Show today. You're in the club. Okay, you know, I had you, had, you, that. had you somehow unfortunately lost Super Bowl twenty, <laughs> you'd have to wait in line. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, also, Rich, like Coach Washington football team, they do have three Washington Super Bowl. Commanders. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, Commanders. Commanders. I'm sorry. Uh, they do have three Super Bowl wins, so they're in VIP. Oh, and Ron personally and has one himself. So, yeah, that's cool. so Coach, welcome, welcome. Uh, cool. he's, he's, I appreciate he's, that. He's clicking you open right there. Come if on, you want to, you know, what I'm saying, have a seat. We're gonna look. We're gonna talk some football as well. I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you. <laughs> now you may go forth into your Friday, sir. Thanks right. for coming with all the swag. I always appreciate you calling you it. And of course, you and your wife, your lovely wife, uh, helping with um, uh, St. Jude Children's Run. Church I'm Hospital you. and your run. Um, I'm going to do it again in about two months' time. You know, I'm We'll be there start. to support you. I really appreciate that. And your dog, too, I hope, <laughs> as well. So, Thank you. Honestly, the videos you put out there and what you've done and, and financially supporting it. There we go, right here. Okay, yep. we got it up right here. 
Who's, yeah. who's your, what's your dog? That's Tahoe. Oh, Tahoe. What a yeah. great oh, he name. loves everything about balls. There it goes. Go Tahoe. Wow. The, yeah, the dude can't uh, help himself. That ain't happening Very for fast. me. But maybe <laughs> three <laughs> three nine. Should somebody roll a ball out? Maybe I'll Just run faster. You, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe Tahoe should run with you, Rich. Roll a bottle of wine or something, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, Tahoe, if Tahoe runs with me, it'll be just like those simulcams where somebody's oh, right oh, off the screen and I'm barely out of my stance. Thanks for coming on, Coach. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Thank you. That's Ron Rivera right here at RiverboatRonHC on Twitter and Instagram. Still to come, Sean Payton's going to be joining us in studio as well here on this Friday of Super Bowl 56 week. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Helmets, shoulder pads, mouthpieces, vaccinations. BioNTech and Pfizer remind you that football season is at its best when you help protect yourself. Hey, uh, NFL honors last night. Um, so, uh, heck of a show. Keegan-Michael Key is so Very friggin' funny, funny the and talented. Awesome. And, it was great. Oh, man, it was great. And um, and so and to include Gronk and uh, and Dak and Roger Goodell and his opening number and singing and all of that business, just awesome. Um, and the way this thing works is if you are a presenter, and I was honored to be asked at NFL Honors to front the announcement for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and when that happens, they come get you. They, meaning the NFL Honors production, comes and gets you and then puts somebody very well-dressed in your seat. Yep. Okay, Susie uh, was my plus one. Sorry, Chris. And, um, you know, we were right there in row two, right behind Josh Allen, and I told him down in front a couple times. He's a very tall man. Uh Um, And uh, Susie's sitting next to Mark Andrews of the Ravens. Um, And so uh, it comes time for me to be taken backstage. And I'm backstage. And at this point in time, all of the 32 nominees for the Walter Payton Man of the Year are lined up backstage, getting ready to come out on stage. And I pass by Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Mike Evans, who I have not seen in a very long time. And I said, hey, Mike, how you doing? We have a nice chit chat. And I just said to him, look, you're, 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 you're a very talented man. So just a couple of two unsolicited cents. Stop throwing footballs into the stands, okay? <laughs> will you please? And he took it seriously. He looked at me and goes, I will never stop. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing it a long time, and I am not stopping. And I'm like, I, I know that, but you threw Tom Brady's last career touchdown pass into the stands. 
And his response to me was, yeah, I didn't know it was his last touchdown pass when he did it. Like, we're trying to come back, and I caught that pass, and we're coming back, and I'm throwing that as far as they can throw it. He's got a good point there, I guess. He goes, I had no idea. He goes, I had no idea at the time. It's a good point. It's a good point. And I said to him, I'm like, okay, but do you know where that football is right now? He goes, I have no idea. Nobody has any idea. Nobody. No, where is that football? It's on oh, film somewhere. Had, no, it's not on I film. Cause it goes out of frame. Dude, he, he, he scores over Jalen Ramsey, and he threw that thing. That had to be 30 rows deep. deep. I'm saying someone in that crowd, There's everyone's got their phone running all the time. Yeah. There's video of that now ball going. It's out marked? there somewhere. We just don't yeah, know who has marked. it. They're marked. It's definitely yeah. marked. So marked. Somebody's got Tom somebody's Brady's got last it. career yeah. touchdown yeah, pass. In a plot away. And what? Big bucks. Yeah. I know. So whoever's 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 taking Tom Brady's place, guess what? It's going. You throw it to Evans, it's going in the stands. Your first touchdown pass. He looked at me and took it seriously. I will never stop. I've been doing it before Brady. I'm gonna be Yeah. Yeah. Your first touchdown, don't throw it to Mike Evans. So here's the greatest now. Okay, so now hold on a minute. So now hold on a minute. All right. This is great. You're gonna love this. So now they take you through the back and now through this, you know, um, created with piping and curtains and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and you go through the curtains. No, 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 no. You oh. go through the curtains in the back, and then it's like this small little green room area with a bar, and nice. that's where all of the Hall of Famers who are set to announce the current class of the Hall of Famer are all hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I'm now hanging out with them. And it's uh, Favre and Kurt Warner and Steve Young and Bruce Smith and Emmett Smith. They're all there. And one of the people who's working the area for the YouTube theater goes up to Bruce Smith. I swear to you. Uh-oh. She says to him, I am a huge fan of yours. I saw you on Family Feud. Oh, oh. God. At which point. <laughs> at which point. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. At which, wait, at oh. which point. Oh. At which point. I said to her and to Bruce Smith, I'm like, Oh, a lot of people have seen Bruce Smith on Family Feud. At which point, Steve Young goes, what do you mean? Oh, no. And I say to Steve Young, I'm like, Steve, I'm like, Bruce Smith starts asking. And I say to Steve Young, I'm like, Steve, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to tell you or for you to just watch it. Watch it. Once again, this is what happened on Family Feud with Bruce Smith. Go ahead. You got that? If Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, he might replace his hook with what tool? A hammer. Try again. A penis. Tell me the age a kid is too old to sleep with a tent. What the f- he said? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, sure enough, Steve goes, I'll Google it. Oh, gosh. And I haven't oh. seen, I don't see him for another couple minutes. Now we're all backstage right behind the curtain on the other side of which is the actual stage. <laughs> And they're all lined up, getting ready to go on the air. And Steve Young is watching this video on full blast. Oh, God. <laughs> on full blast. What? Because he doesn't know how loud his phone is, oh, gosh. I guess. And people are now turning around, seeing this thing. And he looks at me. He's like, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Young's like, what's he thinking? And I'm like, I don't know. Bruce is standing right there. You can go ahead and ask him. Wow. Oh, oh my God. That's incredible. Oh. You're welcome, Steve Young. You're welcome. <laughs> Hour two with Sean Payton coming up.